October 9th, 2022. Let's continue in Mesilat Yesharim. We begin with Perigimal. Perigimal continues dealing with Zihirut, which we were introduced to in Perik Bet. Uh, I saw the translation in some books as vigilance. We were calling it, um, uh, to a certain extent, mindfulness. Um, vigilance works just as well. Begins, begins Ram Havas Perik, if a person wants to be mefakeh, uh, literally the word uh, pikuach, I think, means to go above something. Pikuach nefesh means to rise above and save the life. And lefakeh halavetagal means to roll something off of. So it means if you want to watch over, might be the right translation, uh, yourself, there are two um, necessary hashkafot, hashkafa, of course, hashkifa mime'on kochecha, as pasuk in the Torah, lehashkif al penesedom, is what Abraham did. There are two mindsets, but really visions that a person needs to have. Ha'achat sh'yitbonen ma'u atob ha'amiti sh'yifchabo ha'adam, ve'hara ha'amiti sh'yanus mimenu. The first, more simple and straightforward is what's the uh, general approach, which is bad, evil, wrongful, and that which is right, good, and appropriate. Hashinit. The second, al Even when you uh, move past that, lirot imhem michlal hatov o michlal hara bishat he says, uh, so, so the first, a little bit more objective. The second, the actions that you do, both during the time of action and separate from the time of action, the question is, are they a part of the tob or the ra? So you want a general perspective, you want a general direction, but you want to then be scaling and balancing any and every act. Uh, generally speaking, that second reference is uh, perhaps the more difficult one because it's in the the in-between stages, the uh, gray zone. It's when it's not a mitzvah, and it's not an avira. It's like Harambam describes in Perik Imam of Hilchot Tishba, we refer to all the time, zichuyot and avonot. He doesn't mention mitzvot and, mitzvot and avirot. It's zichuyot and avonot. It's referring to righteous deeds and wrongful deeds. How do I determine whether it's righteous or, or, or wrongful? Well, that's the difficult part that is most necessary, this hitbonenut, this uh, zihirut. It's what Ramban refers to at the beginning of Parashat Kedoshim, as a person who's a naval bishuta Torah. You can fulfill all the general speaking 613 mitzvot of Tob, and nonetheless be a naval. Naval is a person who's decrepit and wrongful and deceitful in their ways. How are you doing so? Because you're indulging in meat and uh, good foods constantly, and in uh, sexual actions, which is permitted but you're overdoing it. Your life is one of running after. It's a, it's a hedonistic uh, drive, all within the limits and uh, engagements of the Torah. So you think that you're checking off the boxes, but ultimately speaking, your life is not one that's purposeful. It's just structured uh, conveniently to quote-unquote conform with the Torah, but not actually living up to the values of the Torah. That's what they say. Uh, I don't know if it's actually true that uh, when people would come to get simicha, to get rabbinic ordination, they'd be asked, okay, so how many portions are there to Shohan Aruch? So they'd say there are four portions to Shohan Aruch. There's Ora Haim, there's Yoredea, Ebn Aizah, and Hoshin Mishpah. And the answer is supposed to be five. What do you mean five? The fifth one, the most difficult one, is everything in between. The words that are not explicit in Shohan Aruch. Not only the application of the Halachot, but the any and every uh, engagement in the real world, which is not 
um, black and white prescription from the Torah as to what to do. During the time of action, uh, means that your your mindset and your and your um, readiness to perform the action is only after being preceded by this mishkal, this weighing, this scaling, determining is this appropriate. And then even when you're not about to engage in action, Again, the gray zone action. Morning, morning Joe. Even a non-gray zone action. But the question is, do I take into account the general activities and directions of my life? Am I determining what's the right approach with regards to my general action, my schema of activity in life, my, uh, my, my pursuits, my goals, my endeavors? And if, when you do the sitbonenut, when you perform zihirut with regards to your actions, well, then the question is, when you find, because you will find something that is negative, wrongful, bad, well, how do you, A, make certain that you're sar minhara, and furthermore, B, of course, those are two, two achievements. I mean, we, to a certain extent, allude to that in the Pasuk we read many times just a few days ago. First, we mentioned Kapara, it is a day of Yom Kippur. But furthermore, there's a second achievement above and beyond Kapara. Oftentimes, the way those are broken down, although there's, the question is out there as to how to distinguish, oftentimes kapara is envisioned as something that covers up. You have kaporet on top of the aron, you have kofir that would line matters in order to, uh, on the, uh, what's called on the teba, to make certain that water doesn't entrance. The word kapara, kaporet, kofir, is all something that covers up. So that's the moving away from wrongful activity, closing it up. Beyond that, though, the question of tahara is, how do I make certain that I won't fall prey to it again? I, I patched up what took place in the past. I achieved a sar mimenu, I moved from it, but the inclination, the same tendencies are still a part of me. How do I achieve on that and through my, my mindfulness, a tahara which then leads to a transcension beyond what I was ensnared by in the past. Ultimately speaking, the Gemara says, They voted on the matter and they decided, It would have been more comfortable, more suitable to the human being that he not have been or she not have been created. Now that they've been created, well, we'll fill in the gaps in a second. Uh, but before that, it was better that we not be created. What Would it have been better that we be angels? Would it have been better that we just be nishama? We talk all the time about the potential that's inherent in our ability to, to, to overcome obstacles in this world. Nisyonot are what make us who we are 
uh, in contrast to angels or beings that are static. So what sort of statement is that in the Gemara of Noah, lo shelo nivra? So many of the, <coughs> the Kadmonim suggest that the interpretation is you have to be medayek in the word Noah. The word Noah is it's, was, it's pleasant for a human being. It's not better. It's not tob. Tob, in reality, of course, as human beings, we have that potential which we would not have had had we not had the material world to engage with and to bring forth growth from it. Arabic, but the Arabic Noah... Is good. So we have to distinguish yeah. over here. I mean, that's the suggestion. Because well, instead of saying... Comforting. Like, comforting, so it's right. Comforting. So it's, it mean it's that's, better. That's no. exactly the point. The point is it's less comfortable and it's more difficult or, or, or at the very least our mindset needs to be one that this is not a comfortable experience, and it's not We have to realize that it's not going to be a steady and easy path. I mean, in other words, What's the difference? The difference is the next words. Since I understand that this is not a comfortable, pleasant existence, not that it's not a necessary and good and generally speaking potential fulfilling existence, but rather I need to understand that this is not something that's going to be easy. For that reason, I need to do one of or both yefashpesh b'ma'asav and yemashmesh b'ma'asav. Now the Gemara mentions it as now that you've been created, well, you have a difficult life. It's not easy to overcome the obstacles of existence in this world. You need to do pishpush and or mishmush. Now those words seem somewhat interchangeable, but the Gemara clearly is distinguishing between the two. Mesilat Yisharim suggests what the difference between the, the two is. V'tir'eh, again, b'ma'asav, it's something about checking and, uh, and determining my action. Sheshne ha'deshonot hem shete azharot tovot mo'ilot me'od. So the chidush here of Mesilat Yisharim is, don't read it as a contradiction of sorts, but rather as complementary. Yemashmesh and yefashvesh, or rather yefashvesh, the first mention in the Gemara is the more topical, surface level um, 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 determination and mindfulness that we need to have. Yefashpesh means looking at my actions and determining what is a wrongful action. I have many actions. I did a hundred, two hundred things today. Let me take stock of all that I did and determine what was wrong and what was right in terms of my values, in terms of the values of the Torah, in terms of my missions, my goals, and so forth. Go ahead. So, you have a question? So, uh, do, they, do they bring up any point that it's like a man will always justify his, his actions too? So, you know, rationalize why he did this, why he did that. It's for that reason. Right. So, he, in just a few moments, Mesilat Yesharim will turn us to the fact, he'll bring us back to a Gemara I quoted last week. The Mesilat Yesharim did not. He quotes it in this Perek, the Gemara Masech Bava Batra. As Yomeru HaMoshelim, right? Bo Heshbon. It's the Moshelim bi Yisram will tell you Bo Nehashev Heshbon Oshel Olam. So as Misilat Yisham, wait a second. Who does Heshbon HaNefesh? It's an instruction from those who have quote unquote gamed the system. So says Mesilat Yisham, well, why do I need instruction from them? Why am I not just doing it as the Gemara, as we're reading it, Yifashvesh and Yimashmesh on my own? Because when you're a part of this system, uh, you are and will justify anything and everything you do. You'll, you have a skewed vision. He says, it's for that reason you need to turn externally. 
And for that reason as well, once you turn externally, you need to be honest with yourself. It's what right, you, you, you stepped right into the whole point of the Pedic. The right. whole point of the Pedic is exactly that, is that Zihirut, although being so intuitive, much like this book, it's, it's so difficult if you're not honest with yourself. And how can you achieve honesty? By turning to, to an external source. I mean, that's it. Uh, but the Gemara is not that detailed. The Gemara at this point is just telling me Mishmush and Pishpush. So again, Pishpush is my general activities. What Mishmush. Uh, so the first one, just to liken it to clothing, I have two types of clothing in front of me, and so I'm sifting between the two. I'm determining I like this one and I don't like that one. Once I pick the one that I do like, well then I feel the fabric even of the one that I do like. So it means going in depth with regards to the actions that quote-unquote objectively are good, are the right thing to be doing, which part of this has intrinsically positive motives and which part of this has negative motivations and, uh, and circumstance and consequence. That's the, that's the shirt I want to wear. Is the tag bothering my neck? Uh, do I not like uh, part of the, the diagram on the shirt? Or is it Hilek Rashi? There it is. There's the imagery. It's like when you feel the clothing. I like the way it looks. It is a good shirt. Is it worn out or is it strong? So this is the description of Mesilah Yishayim. I mean, it is interesting that Rambam does have some mention of this. Rambam doesn't have so much mention of these sorts of uh, themes, but if you work, look in the words of his son, of Rabbeinu Avraham ben Rambam, so it's he who very much develops this sort and strand of thought of an importance uh, hit, uh, of the importance of hitbodidut, which will be a word we'll see here in Mesilat Yisharim, of separating yourself in order to uh, really. Now, Arambam certainly is talking about character trade and character refinement. He doesn't. Some he does uh, on the Charles point. He does mention in Hilchot De'ot that you need to go to a hacham because the hacham, the external source. That's exactly what we'll see in Mesilat Yisharim in a moment. Is the one who can. Prescribe if you're determining that on your own, so you don't know the difference between good and bad. Uh, the importance, he repeats for us, the necessity of being vigilant, of being mindful of our actions. First and foremost, he does in the opposite order, that I'm not sinning as opposed to doing mitzvot. But even within the mitzvot, even with the divar hareshut, it has the proper um, direction within it. Yes. What would be like the source for this from the Torah? If you... Okay, we got Avonot, mitzvot, but this is a fine line between stuff that are mutar, Honestly, not necessarily in the spirit of the Torah. So, so uh, what I mentioned earlier from Ramban, he reads it into the Pasuk of Kedoshim. Kedoshim to you. What does it mean to achieve Kedushah? If the whole Torah was already instructing me, mitzvot, which bring me to Kedushah, how can you above and beyond that command me in Kedushah? Says Ramban, that's an individual who believes that I can follow just the mitzvot without tapping into their essence. How do I tap into their essence? Well, says Mesilat Yisharim, by pondering it. Um, that that is that is one of the the classics. Is there a that says like you keep all the mitzvot, but you're a sinner. Where is that top, that concept from? The person who keeps all the mitzvot in between the lines, he sits. No, that's, that's, the the that's this Ramban. That's this. That's Ramban. It's not from the Gemara. To the best of my knowledge, it's Ramban. I'm not that he's mehadesh the concept. Right. He's certainly the well-known uh, source on. It seems very different. Said the Gemara. 
Well, again, what I told you is Harambam's words in Perigimal Vechot Teshubah very carefully are the definition of Sadiq Rasha and Benoni are not a shikul of mitzvot va'averot, it's rather zichuyot va'avonot, which for me denotes not only for that reason as well, I believe that he writes in Halakha Dalet because we're supposed to see ourselves as half and half as Benoni, we therefore engage in Masim Tovim and Sedaka and so forth, which are a little less tangible than and, and, and quantifiable than prior and Talmud Torah. There's, the, there's everything that goes into it. I mean, he doesn't say honesty in business and, uh, and, and uh, not bring yourself to anger and so forth. Although he does in Perik Zayin talk about Teshuvah being also for De'ot Ra'ot. Yes, Jeff? Would you say also this falls under Galat Bidrachav? I mean, I, 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 I know. Yes. Yes. Uh, put, uh, sure. So it says, uh, so says Joel, it says, What does it mean to be So the interpreters, and so forth, which means to say it's a definition and it's a commandment to rise beyond just course and uh, and basic activities into achieving who you are, which means that it influences everything else, certainly. The necessity is that this be on a daily basis. He likens it to the soharim, to people who, who own a store, who, um, or, or, or sell something, they're constantly taking stock of what was sold, of how fine their product is, and so forth. It has to be a constant and daily activity. It's uh, the Gemara Masechet Kiddushin. Elsewhere talks about how the Yeser Hara is mitgaber al ha'adam every single day. Uh, so the, the remedy to a Yeser, uh, to an inclination, which is on a daily basis, leading me awry, my mind is, 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 is contorting a proper vision, is to constantly and daily be looking to recalibrate, see it properly. Says it's necessary, and this we know as, as, as human beings who live in this world, that there needs to be a kivi'ut, there needs to be a, a necessary, um, a, a steady schedule with regards to this. Kirav ha-toladahu, because there are major dividends to doing so. V'chazal harunu b'ferush sorech ha-hashbon hazeh, this is what I mentioned earlier, the Gemara that will now uh, speak a little bit about Charles V. Hu ma'she amru zal, Gemara mbava batra, na'in chet al ken yomeru ha-moshilim po hashbon, they have a derashan that pasuk in Sefer b'midbar, al ken yomeru ha-moshilim b'yisram, Therefore, those who overcome their yeser, they have a control of their mind, inclinations, and, and direction. They say, The only way you're going to achieve, I mean, this catch-22 over here, unless you get outside of yourself. The only way you're going to achieve um, a, a process, a direction, a journey in life, which is properly envisioned and directioned, is if you turn to someone off of it, because while you're on it, it appears as if 
what you're doing, and you will rationalize what you're doing, is the right thing to do. So you need to turn to those Moshilim, who in turn had Moshilim before them. There's no one who's born with an absolute righteous activity and mindfulness. As a result, you need to turn, I mean, again, that's that's Limud Musar at its best. I mean, that's 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 the concept of Heshbon Hanefesh, but to be truly honest and genuine, authentic with yourself, it means turning to others. Kimishu Adain Havush if you're stuck in the prison of your yesir, you're not able to break out. I mean, in havush matirat atzmo, the Gemara has a person who's imprisoned can't uh, can't redeem themselves for that reason. That that the hachamim encourage you to pray for others, to pray for yourself, to assume that you're going to genuinely and authentically turn to God in some sort of request when it's about yourself without a bias is to be uh, deluding yourself. You turn to others or others turn and understand it as well. He says you're uh, likened to a person on this path who's in the darkness, to think that you're going to see in the darkness without someone who has a light is to be deluding yourself. Now, for the next long paragraph, Misilat Yesharim takes off on that imagery and elaborates a little bit further. Not so much on the Zehirut, which he'll come back to, but more on the tendencies of our Yetzir in a life that's now enveloped by Hoshech. You can't self-reflect that you need someone else. Well, he's very clearly telling you, you must self-reflect. Right, but he's saying it must, be com- must come a- with the accompaniment of a, a living external source, it seems clear to me, but B, a guide. In other words, if, you, if, if you're reading and, and, and you're envisioning matters um, from an external vantage point, well, I think that's also Moshe Limbi Yisram. But yes, he is. What is a Heshbon Hanefesh? A Heshbon Hanefesh needs to be, what he's describing is not just, what happened in, in, is not just taking stock and writing down. I thought that would be, you know, just, just mechanically doing it. It's, it's stopping and reflecting on, yes, a general activity with a possibility of, of focusing on, on specifics as well. But it means analyzing them. It means, why did I determine this was the right thing to do? Not just I did this and I did this and, and so does forth. It mean external to the situation. Because like when you're angry, if you analyze your deeds right now, you of course I'm like the person was annoying me. But then later at night, when you're calm, then uh, suddenly and you won't like, rationalize it later on. You won't rationalize it. Without, then some un- understood. Are more critical of their per- of their mistakes. You understood. Know? I think the tendency. Uh, I think. That's, I think the goal the tendency is to respect at a different right. time than the actions taking place. Because certainly. It's no, certainly, and that's the kivyotir so first. I think it's the daily, the daily reflection. Right. It has to be but, internal, not but, with a, but, an outside source. You don't have access no, to people. Uh, uh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. But if you got the guidance, if you got the impetus from right. external, again, that, uh, that's 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 how I. Watch. He's saying an hour a day. <laughs> Maybe. An hour a day. He's suggesting. Yes. He doesn't say an hour per se. I don't know. know. Elsewhere? I know he doesn't say an hour. He says you should do it. Devar yom biyomo. You should do it. He says yikba itim v'sha'ot lezeh. Maybe that's where you're getting an hour. This individual, they're doing it that way. He's rolling. I mean, he, he's doing better. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, but, because there's there's always hegel even within a world within yeah. which. 
והוא מה שאמרו זלסס, this is the גמרא מסכת בבא, מציאה תשת חושך והילילה לפסוק עם תהילים, in visions, now listen to his דיוק, as I understand it, it's, it's twofold, תשת חושך, uh, place the darkness, והילילה, and in turn it will be night. There's almost a double mention. It's not just create night, and it's not just uh, bring forth of, uh, darkness. The Gemara says that that's a pasuk which refers to this world, which is like night. Says, says, Look into the depth of this statement if you can do it properly. And I think that his, his dual vision of, of darkness now is, is from that view, that the Pasuk has a twofold mention. But here's the deal. There can be two wrongful perceptions to a human being from, from darkness of night. Either you just bump into poles because you don't realize that they're there at all, it's that dark, or alternatively, you kind of got conditioned to the darkness, and you could see a little bit in darkness, but you don't actually see. And uh, it's, it's a more dangerous, ironically, reality, because you'll see a pole and assume it's a human being or a human being and assume it's a pole and uh, that second one is the circumstance where I think I am seeing but that's, in that's, truth that's basically every day of our lives that is life, and right? And the imagery, this perush and this one, the perush et la asot, has a wonderful interpretation to this to this imagery. Uh, might really be, you know, might not even be a derasha. This is the imagery of the amud versus human being. Is the difference between a human being and uh, a a sphere, a being, an angel, a god who doesn't need the movement, right? A human being is moving, and a malach like a rock. But hang on, he's going even deeper, he's suggesting deeper. He says, even if it is the absolute living being, it's a God, it is God, so to speak, we can mistake in ourselves with God. After all, that was Chet Adam Harishon. The thought that I am like God, and in turn can and should achieve like God. What does it mean to act like God? It means that I cease movement. We say it all the time. Eretz is where human adam is where we are rats. That's the Lashon of Eretz, where movement is necessary. Shamaim, Shamaim is a, God's domain, is where it just is. There's no movement. There's no necessary movement. It's already complete. The imagery then of, in the darkness of Olam Hazeh, you can fall prey to mistaking human beings and poles or human beings and items that don't move is a very real one. It's not just that you be- begin to believe that you are like a, a, a rock or dirt. It's that you begin to think that you're so special. It's the, it's the falling prey to the Charles fear from earlier. That you begin to rationalize your own life and saying, my life is going great. There's no, ne- no necessity for me to be moving. That's the description. Of course, that's the pasuk that uh, Nefesh Hayim and others cite 
When the Navi says, You'll be a walker amidst the standers. The standers, those who stand, are the angels. Angels stand, that's right. They're not developing. They're not moving with regards to obstacles and challenges. Human beings are holichim. Where the walking can the gashmiut alam hazeh hinehu choshech alayla re'ein hasech v'gorem lo shete ta'oyot eno maniach lo shi'ereh mechsholot shebedarke ha'olam v'nimsayim haptaim holichim labetach menafilim ve'obedim mibli shehigiam pachad te'chila first and foremost the choshech of this world will and does lead to just falling prey to objective sin. Pasuk here. Uh, in, in Mishle describes how the ways of the wicked ones is like the darkness. We don't even know what we're falling into. Ve'amar, and in contrast, the Pasuk says in Mishle, Arum, a person who's sly, Arum and able to see, not naked, but sly, clever, Ra'a, Ra'a, Vinistar, sees the evil ahead and stays away from it. Uftaim, and the silly ones, in contrast, Averu v'neinashu, they just, pass right into it, and in turn are punished. The ksil, the silly one, the one who's wrongful, the rasha, is a person who's libam barilahim ka'ulam. That's a reference to the Gemara, Masechet Shabbat, and Daflamid Aleph. The Gemara is Doresh Pasuk. It says here, Ki en harsubot lemotam ubari ulam. It's Pasuk in Tehillim. And the statement is in the Gemara, Amara Kadosh Baruch Hu, Lo dayan l'rshayim she'enan haredim v'atzibim yom hamita. It's not only that the wicked ones aren't fearful of the day of death, Ela she libam barilahim ka'ulam. That's what Mesilat Yishanim is referring to. Their hearts are open like like an auditorium. What does that mean? It means they don't fear anything. There's no closing off. There's no recalibrating. There's no thought. There's no mindfulness. What's the second wrongfulness? What's the second mistake that we make in the Hoshech of Olam Hazeh? It's more difficult than the first. This is the one we were referring to earlier. It's when we deceive ourselves. We believe that which is good is bad, and that which is bad is good, and we have a whole rationalization for it. Again, that is, at its core, I say it all the time. The description of the creation of humanity is we're created with the light, with, with the uh, complexion, quote-unquote, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's a big deal. Uh, when the Nahash turns to Adam and Chava and says, you'll be craftsmen, craftsmen of worlds. That's what we're supposed to be. We have Tzelem Elohim. That's indeed who we are. But to believe that we are that independent of God, to believe that we can actually be God, that's where we go wrong. We're tzelem elokim, we're not elokim. Um, so in turn, vatere ha'isha kitob vatere ha'isha kitob are the actions of God. We are the nishpa, we're not the mashpia. We're the ones who need to play the role of, of, of mimicking the ways of God, not pretending that we are God. And so that's this one. You can deceive and, and delude yourself into believing, but I'm doing the right thing. This is Salem Elohim. I am maximizing my capacity. And as a result, I should be making the call on this. I mean, that's, that's the wrong, that's the tendency we have. So 
ראיות גדולות, ניסיונות מוכיחים לסברותיהם הרעות ודעותיהם הכוזבות. We come further to bring proofs that were right. וזאת היא הרעה הגדולה, המלפפתם, this is the, uh, the wicked and the evil which, which draws us in, ומביאתם אל באר שחת and brings us all the way uh, down. Again, yes. Sorry, without this, I mean... Ultimately, progress won't be made. Ultimately, you have to be able to take chances and see, yes, there are things that are not going to be viable. But you have There's to be no able- question. But the chances and the risks are all begun with a mindfulness and understanding of what I'm stepping into. There's no question. This is not warding you away, or maybe it is, but it shouldn't be, from uh, being daring and courageous in your Avodat Hashem. But... with a precision, with a care, with a mindfulness. That's this. Vehu ma sheamar hakatuv hashmen lev ha'amaze v'osna v'achbed v'enav hashapen v'chule. That's the pasuk at the beginning of Yeshaya, where God commands Yeshaya, this nation who have come so far away from me, make certain that their hearts are remain fattened, meaning they're not able to feel. Furthermore, close their ears, make sure their ears are heavy, their eyes are not seeing properly. Uh, the nation, Am Yisrael, that time, uh, they're under the Memshelet Yisram, they're under the rulership of their Yeser, and in turn, Yeshaya, leave them as such because they can't be successful. In truth, I mean, it's, uh, in my mind, I, I, I very often reflect on the life of Abraham. It might just be because it's my namesake, but it might alternatively, Abraham, Eloke Abraham, Abraham is, of course, uh, the first of, of our forefathers and in turn an important individual. The fact that Abraham is, is in, in the critical moments of his life, turned to by, by God with his name initially, Abraham, Abraham, and the response is, Hineni, you have it at, at Akedah Yitzhak, at the beginning of the journey, and then at the very last moment, I, I once read in, in Rav Kook's Sidur that he says that's no small fact, that's not just a reference in the Pasuk, that defines his success at the mission. He needs to take stock of what he's doing. He's not just acting. He's being asked, he's being, uh, the, pro, the proposition is being given to him by God. Abraham, are you aware of this moment? Are you aware of why and what you're doing? I don't want you just listening to me. I want you stopping and reflecting and determining. Is this the appropriate thing for you to be doing? That's the response to my name. It's a, a, I once read in this book from Rabbi Soloveitchik, he, he describes how this, this, uh, this difficulty is perhaps even more difficult um, today than it once was. He says, in a world, well, let's, let's, let me read for a moment. Many would say that to accuse modern man of being unaware of his needs is absurd. He says, modern men, and called people who live in this world, we're unaware of our needs. This is a, that sounds absurd. The reverse they would maintain is true. Modern man is aware of many needs. In fact, there are too many needs which claim his attention. We have so many things that we need, we're well aware of what we need. An entire, an entire technology is bent upon generating more and more needs in order to give man the opportunity to derive pleasure through the gratification of artificially fabricated needs. Okay, We, we have a whole world which is effectively uh, processed to giving us fulfillment of our needs. Though this assertion is true, it does not contradict any previous statement that contemporary man is unaware of his needs. Man is surely aware of many needs, but the needs he is aware of are not always his own, right? The description is you don't know your name. 
You know what others tell you your name is. You know what others tell you is uh, the uh, the needs that you should and do have. That's the hoshech that that Mesilari Sharim refers to. At the very foot of his, his failure to recognize one's truly worthwhile needs lies man's ability to misunderstand and misidentify himself, i.e., to lose himself. Again, that's that's what it's. That's the description here. You can be even in misvot, assuming that you're doing the right thing because this is what you're supposed to do. Are you supposed to do this? Is that the right advice to you at this juncture? Or are you not thinking about yourself? Understand that quite often man loses himself by identifying himself with the wrong image. Because of this misidentification, man adopts the wrong table of needs, which he feels he must gratify. I'll remind you again of the first sin of Adam Harishon. Their eyes, her eyes are open and she believes she is... Elohim. She believes she's God. That sounds ridiculous. Who believes they're God? It's more than anything else a description of not understanding yourself. Going wrong, acting in ways that are inappropriate to yourself or because you haven't stopped for Zehirut, because you've been enveloped by this Hoshech and in turn been incapable of understanding what it is truly that you should be seeking and searching for. That's what Misilat Yesharim has been describing and he'll only go further with regards to his famous maze imagery, which will come back to the Charles point and will address Danny your question again because he described this maze where human beings, who we are, are uh, think of it like a corn maze, we're stuck in it, and at the end of it there's this gazebo which we're seeking and searching for, but there's people standing on the gazebo. They can give you the direction to going through this maze. You're listening to them while they're seeing. It means that if I'm turning to those Moshilim, it means if I'm having the proper Zehirut, it means that, yeah, I don't necessarily see it. It's myself. I can't truly see my reality. But if I'm listening, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm searching myself by listening to external sounds, directions, and instructions, well, that's the way I'll make my way through that maze.